Hey, welcome to the Gritty Women Global Podcast. This is Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team. I am super excited to bring you our first international guest on our podcast. Today we have Michelle Bateman, the fearless leader of the Soulful Journey. And Michelle, are you there with us? Yes, I am. Hi, Lynn. Hey, we're so happy to have you today and super excited. So I would encourage all of the listeners, just go ahead and grab a pen and some paper because I know you'll want to write down these notes as we go through this. And it's so amazing, you know, how we are connected, you know, internationally. Michelle and I both are being mentored and coached by Rachel Hollis. And we connected on, you know, our, our, our business coaching page and it was just an instant connection. And so we decided, wow, what a better way to, to bring in our first international guest. So I I want to turn it over to Michelle. She is going to just share with you just pure gold today. So Michelle, take it away. Wow. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Lynn. This is so exciting. And yes, the whole international thing of just you know reaching more women is so important to me and so the reason I began to do what I do is about seven years ago my life fell apart for the second time and so I was in a really lonely empty second marriage and feeling like a failure feeling like I failed feeling like I got ripped off from life and I was just so angry and unhappy that I had thoughts of smothering my husband with a pillow and I didn't do it. (laughs) Thank goodness. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing. He's happy that I didn't do that. However, it was my wake up call to go, Oh my God, who is this woman that I have become? I used to be this loving, happy, outgoing woman. And now I'm this bitter, angry, negative person. And I don't even know how to be happy. So that began my soul journey to figure out how to be happy. And It was such a blessing to me that I had a friend who was dying of ALS, which is not a good way to go. You're totally paralyzed in your body. However, he was happier dying than I was living the life that I was living. And that really made me stop and think. And so if he could be happy dying, I sure as hell should be able to figure out how to be happy living. And so I began to take courses and workshops and I listened to Wayne Dyer and Tony Robbins and Michael Singer and all of these teachers and leaders to figure out who and when I began to make those changes my life completely transformed so instead of talking about how crappy my life was all the time I began and I actually wrote down in my journal all the crappy things I said about my life it was pretty funny to go back and listen to read it now (laughs) But it was like, my life sucks, I was ripped off, I was so unhappy, and it's not fair. And I drew a line down the center of the page, and that line was very symbolic, that I was drawing the line that no more was I going to speak of what I didn't like in my life. And so I wrote down what it was that I wanted and how I wanted to speak about my life in a positive way. And I changed my belief that even more amazing things are going to happen for me. And so... As I did that as a stay-at-home mom, I didn't know where I was going to work, where we were going to live, how I was going to provide for my kids, none of those things. And it was super scary. 
But as I began to say that, I got a job that was more amazing than I could have ever imagined. And I loved every minute of working there. And then we found a home that was even more amazing than I even thought was possible for us. And I thought I'd never be happy again. And I found love that I didn't even know could exist in such a beautiful, pure way. And so as all of that happened, I realized that other women don't know how to do that. No one teaches us to understand the power of our words and our thoughts and our beliefs and how that creates our reality. So that's when I realized that that was my purpose is to share this with other women, to let them know that they have the ability to create a life they love based on how we show up. Life doesn't happen to you, you create it for you. Wow, that is that is so powerful and it's and it's such a simple plan. And as we we all hear, you know that that cute little expression, you know, the easy things to do are easy easy not to do, but you know, for the women and men, we do have men listeners as well. Um, but mm-hmm. to to all the the women who are you know, seeking more, you know, for their lives. How could we encourage them today? You know, what are just, I know you, you mentioned, you know, your, your practice of writing, you know, your daily gratitude or writing in a journal, but what are some things like that? Just a few simple steps that, that you could share that they can actually put in play today. They don't even have to wait till next Monday or, you know, (laughs) the new year. They can start, start now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's so many things, but, you know, something that they can do right now that's really powerful that gets huge results is stop talking about what you don't want. Because so often you ask people, what do you want? And they're like, well, I don't want any more of this and I don't want any more of that. But that just creates more of that. So to shift your thinking, shifting your focus to what do I want? What do I want to create? And write that down speak that focus on that on the direction you want to go it would be like trying to go north yet you're always looking south you can't get there from there so you have to have the focus and the clarity of where you want to go and what you want to create and even if you don't know the specifics of what that looks like i want to feel happier i want to experience more joy then your focus is on the joy and the happiness, not on, I don't want to feel sad anymore. I don't want to feel overwhelmed anymore. So, and baby steps, right? You're not going to get there tomorrow, but take a little step every day of how can I be more focused? How can I be more positive in what I speak and what I believe is possible? Because I believe we have infinite possibilities available to us. And that word just lights my heart up that there's anything is possible for us. If we just believe, if we change our focus, if we change what we think and believe, then what we experience changes. That's exactly right. And, and it's so true. And and I think that a lot of times when we, we decide or we begin to move in the direction of, of where we want to go and we meet with you know, we meet an obstacle or we meet some resistance, a lot of times we shrink back, you know, we, we pull back into safety. And I, I find even in my own life that a lot of times, you know, in the past, especially before this growth journey started, that I would fight more for what was familiar, that what, what I knew, rather than fighting for the, the new thing that I wanted. And so if you could just speak into that for a minute, you know, with, with the listeners, when they meet the resistance, you know, how do they, how do they grow and strengthen 
re- resilience in their life. Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes it shows us how bad do we really want it, right? The things that come super easy to us aren't the ones that are the most fulfilling. For me, it's been more most fulfilling when I had to work really hard and even when it was tough and even when it was scary, I kept going. And the results of that are so much more fulfilling and there's so much more um, gratitude in that because I did it even though it was challenging. If it was easy, I'd be like, oh, well, that was easy. But to know that I overcame, then to know that I kept going and it doesn't mean that I was positive every day, but I just knew that, okay, here's an obstacle. What am I meant to learn from this? And how badly do I really want this to push me to keep going? Wow. To get out of my comfort zone because nothing good happens in your comfort zone. We think that it's safe and it's good, but everyone that has gotten out of their comfort zone will tell you that's where life exists. That's where the beauty and the joy and the fulfillment and the excitement of life is all outside of that comfort zone. So even though it feels scary, even though it feels overwhelming, I invite you to try stepping out of there and see what happens. Because all of the fears that I had around starting my business as a single mom, like logically, it was scary and it didn't make sense, but I knew that I had to do that. And none of the fears that I had came true and it surpassed every imagination of how amazing it could be by so much. And I would have missed all this love and joy and bliss and connection and service and, and all of that because I stayed scared and because I stayed stuck. Wow. Yeah. I, and I love that. I love the, the point that you were, you know, you were just saying that we're going to, we're going to face resistance. It's going to be hard, but, but the, the hard things, the stories of triumph are the ones we remember. And we love to hear the story of how the athlete came back, you know, from the injury or, or how the woman was able to, you know, learn how I never forget the story that this, the single mom learned how to, you know, build a home and build a home for children. And just, you know, we love the stories of triumph. And so we, we all have stories, all of you listening, you know, to this today, you have a story too, that is just waiting for you to add, Mm -hmm. you know, your heart and your soul to it, to just maximize it. Because there's some woman, there's some man, some young girl waiting to hear your story because your story is unique and that's, yeah, it's so true. I think, I think everybody needs to know, you know, that they have a story and, and that we, we do have to fight for it. We have to fight for our dreams and you know, that the resistance will never go away. And, um, my mentor, um, John Maxwell, you know, he always says everything worth having is uphill. So just that it's going to be a struggle. You know, it's, it's going to be hard. It's going to be uphill, but it's going to be so worth it. Yeah, because it shows you what you're made of. It shows you that you're capable of so much more than you even gave yourself credit for. And I think the ripple effect of that is so important that when one of us steps forward, it gives so many other people permission to do the same. Well, if she could do it, I could do it. And then when they do it, someone else in their circle goes, oh, well, if she could do it, that means I can do it. And so we're all then moving forward. That's right. Everybody's, everybody's lifted and everybody's um, moving, moving forward. 
closer to the dream. And um, mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. No, with, when you're thinking about your life, you know, one thing that, that is fascinating to me is that, you know, we, we have clues in our life. We have clues of, of failure and we have clues of success. And I, I think that they can be learning models. And even, even something as simple as learning to ride the bike, you know, our bike for the first time. I bet if we could ask the, you know, ask our listeners today, you know, who taught you how to ride a bike? And what did you learn from that? Or when you learned to walk, you know, we did, when we fell down, we got back up. We didn't just crawl the rest well, of our yeah. lives. I know our parents didn't say, you know what? I think you're just not meant for walking. You should just quit and sit down <laughs> and just stop trying. That's right. That's right. And that's such a good analogy of living life. Just because it's hard or just because there comes a challenge doesn't mean you weren't meant to do that. It just meant you're supposed to keep trying. That's right. Um, and so, you know, when when those those old messages, you know, we, we have a lot of messages that, that replay and even, and I will tell you, I mean, I mean, I've been, I've been in personal growth now five years. I know Michelle, you've, you've, you've been, you know, in this field a little, a little bit longer than I have, but I'm, I'm pretty new to it, but my word, I, it's amazing how my life is, is transforming, but we know that those, those messages every now and then they still pop up. So if oh, you could share, yeah, yeah, share with us a little bit about that. What happens when, when it comes back? And when I work with my one-on-one coaching clients, I often get them to stop and ask themselves some questions. Like, is this true? Is it really true? This limitation or this story that's coming up? Because majority of the time, it, it's just that it is a story. It is a perception and fear is imagined. Fear is not real danger is real but fear is something that we imagine and so if I can put it into context and just stop and have a conversation with the conversation that's going on in my head then I can objectively realize that a it's probably not true and b it's a perceived fear it's a perceived limitation and I can choose to do something differently anyway, even though that chatter is there, even though I can just say, I'm going to do it anyway. And so even though you're on this path, even though you're on the journey for years and years and years, there's still new stuff that comes up. And even for me in stepping into this role of a leader and a teacher and really embodying that to the highest level, there still comes these, these limitations of, you know, should I stand and sparkle as brightly as I'm meant to? Or, you know, is this as far as I should go? This is good enough. And so I still have those things coming up where I'm constantly getting the message that, no, you need to step up. You need to step up bigger. You need to step up more. And, you know, I still have that chatter in my head of, you know, what does that look like? And is that scary? And and can I do it? And what are people going to think? But I think, and I wrote about a post today on my page, I think the biggest failure, I don't necessarily believe in failure because there's lessons, but if I got to the end of my life and I met the me that I was created to be and I only showed up as half of her or three quarters of her and knowing that there was so much more that I could have stepped into and I didn't, to me that would be the ultimate letdown or disappointment for me in my life. So I just continue to push through it to know that there's so much more on the other side of it and to 
make a choice in spite of what might be going on in my head. Wow. And that is, that is so awesome. And, and, and I think too, sometimes I think, you know, the first half of my life, I played so small. And when I meet women that are playing small, you know, it is, it is truly my purpose. I'm committed to spend the rest of my life, you know, just partnering, you know, with women and, and, and young girls too, to just help them become, you know, who they were created to be. And I, I just appreciate so much your work and, you know, wow, what an amazing, you know, entrepreneur you are and coach and speaker and trainer, but you're an amazing mom and, you know, you have, you know, done so much of that, like you said, as a single mom and just amazing. And, and I just appreciate so much your courage and the heart that you have to make this world better. And I just, I can't thank you enough for sharing, sharing with us today. Oh, thank you so much. So, so I have to ask, I have to ask when you, when you hear the, the phrase, you know, gritty women, what do you think? Hmm. I think unstoppable. I think passionate. I think purposeful alignment and service, all of that combined into one. Well, that's awesome. And you certainly are. And, um, I thank you again, again, for just pouring out your soul to us today. And please, um, when we post everything, you will post your, you know, I'll post your website, your blog, how, how the listeners can get in touch with you. And I just look forward to the life, you know, that we have together and, and being international world changers. So thanks. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much again for joining the global, the gritty women global podcast. Thank you. I'm thank you to everyone that's listening. And I hope, you know, you just take some of that and share, share what you heard with other women, share with other people so that we can spread this message to even more people. All right. Well, thank you so much. Take care and y'all go make it a great day. Don't forget to write down something you're grateful for. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Hey, welcome to the Gritty Women Global Podcast. This is Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team. I am super excited to bring you our first international guest on our podcast. Today we have Michelle Bateman, the fearless leader of the Soulful Journey. And Michelle, are you there with us? Yes, I am. Hi, Lynn. Hey, we're so happy to have you today and super excited. So I would encourage all of the listeners, just go ahead and grab a pen and some paper because I know you'll want to write down these notes as we go through this. And it's so amazing, you know, how we are connected, you know, internationally. Michelle and I both are being mentored and coached by Rachel Hollis. And we connected on, you know, our, our, our business coaching page and it was just an instant connection. And so we decided, wow, what a better way to, to bring in our first international guest. So I, I want to turn it over to Michelle. She is going to just share with you just pure gold today. So Michelle, take it away. 
Wow, welcome. Thank you for having me, Lynn. This is so exciting. And yes, the whole international thing of just, you know, reaching more women is so important to me. And so the reason I began to do what I do is about seven years ago, my life fell apart for the second time. And so I was in a really lonely, empty second marriage and feeling like a failure, feeling like I failed, feeling like I got ripped off from life. And I was just so angry and unhappy that I had thoughts of smothering my husband with a pillow and I didn't (laughs) do it. Thank goodness. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing. He's happy that I didn't do that. However, it was my wake up call to go, oh my God, who is this woman that I have become? I used to be this loving, happy, outgoing woman and now I'm this bitter angry negative person and I don't even know how to be happy so that began my soul journey to figure out how to be happy and it was such a blessing to me that I had a friend who was dying of ALS which is not a good way to go you're totally paralyzed in your body however he was happier dying than I was living the life that I was living And that really made me stop and think. And so if he could be happy dying, I sure as hell should be able to figure out how to be happy living. And so I began to take courses and workshops and I listened to Wayne Dyer and Tony Robbins and Michael Singer and all of these teachers and leaders to figure out who. And when I began to make those changes, my life completely transformed. So instead of talking about how crappy my life was all the time, I began and I actually wrote down in my journal all the crappy things I said about my life. It was pretty funny to go back and listen to read it now. (laughs) But it was like, my life sucks. I was ripped off. I was so unhappy and it's not fair. And I drew a line down the center of the page and that line was very symbolic that I was drawing the line that no more was I gonna speak of what I didn't like in my life. And so I wrote down what it was that I wanted and how I wanted to speak about my life in a positive way. And I changed my belief that even more amazing things are gonna happen for me. And so as I did that as a stay at home mom, I didn't know where I was gonna work, where we were gonna live, how I was gonna provide for my kids, none of those things. And it was super scary. But as I began to say that, I got a job that was more amazing than I could have ever imagined and I loved every minute of working there. And then we found a home that was even more amazing than I even thought was possible for us. And I thought I'd never be happy again and I found love that I didn't even know could exist in such a beautiful, pure way. And so as all of that happened, I realized that other women don't know how to do that. No one teaches us to understand the power of our words and our thoughts and our beliefs and how that creates our reality. So that's when I realized that that was my purpose is to share this with other women, to let them know that they have the ability to create a life they love based on how we show up. Life doesn't happen to you, you create it for you. Wow, that is that is so powerful and it's, and it's such a simple plan. And as we we all hear, you know, that that cute little expression, you know, the easy things to do are easy easy not to do. But, you know, for the women and men, we do have men listeners as well. Um, but mm-hmm. to, to all the, the women who are, you know, seeking more, you know, for their lives, how could we encourage them today? You know, what are just... I know you, you mentioned, 
you know, your, your practice of writing, you know, your daily gratitude or writing in a journal, but what are some things like that? Just a few simple steps that, that you could share that they can actually put in play today. They don't even have to wait till next Monday or, you know, <laughs> the new year. They can start, start now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's so many things, but you know, something that they can do right now that's really powerful that gets huge results is stop talking about what you don't want. Because so often you ask people, what do you want? They're like, well, I don't want any more of this and I don't want any more of that. But that just creates more of that. So to shift your thinking, shifting your focus to what do I want? What do I want to create? And write that down speak that focus on that on the direction you want to go it would be like trying to go north yet you're always looking south you can't get there from there so you have to have the focus and the clarity of where you want to go and what you want to create and even if you don't know the specifics of what that looks like i want to feel happier i want to experience more joy then your focus is on the joy and the happiness, not on, I don't want to feel sad anymore. I don't want to feel overwhelmed anymore. So, and baby steps, right? You're not going to get there tomorrow, but take a little step every day of how can I be more focused? How can I be more positive in what I speak and what I believe is possible? Because I believe we have infinite possibilities available to us. And that word just lights my heart up that there's anything is possible for us. If we just believe, if we change our focus, if we change what we think and believe, then what we experience changes. That's exactly right. And, and it's so true. And and I think that a lot of times when we, we decide or we begin to move in the direction of, of where we want to go and we meet with you know, we meet an obstacle or we meet some resistance, a lot of times we shrink back, you know, we, we pull back into safety. And I, I find even in my own life that a lot of times, you know, in the past, especially before this growth journey started, that I would fight more for what was familiar, that what, what I knew, rather than fighting for the, the new thing that I wanted. And so if you could just speak into that for a minute, you know, with, with the listeners, when they meet the resistance, you know, how do they, how do they grow and strengthen re resilience in their life? Mm -hmm. Because I think sometimes it shows us how bad do we really want it, right? The things that come super easy to us aren't the ones that are the most fulfilling. For me, it's been more most fulfilling when I had to work really hard and even when it was tough and even when it was scary, I kept going. And the results of that are so much more fulfilling and there's so much more um, gratitude in that because I did it even though it was challenging. If it was easy, I'd be like, oh, well, that was easy. But to know that I overcame, the, to know that I kept going and it doesn't mean that I was positive every day. But I just knew that, okay, here's an obstacle. What am I meant to learn from this? And how badly do I really want this to push me to keep going? Wow. To get out of my comfort zone because nothing good happens in your comfort zone. We think that it's safe and it's good, but everyone that has gotten out of their comfort zone will tell you that's where life exists. That's where the beauty and the joy and the fulfillment and the excitement of life is all outside of that comfort zone. So even though it feels scary, even though 
it feels overwhelming, I invite you to try stepping out of there and see what happens. Because all of the fears that I had around starting my business as a single mom, like logically, it was scary and it didn't make sense, but I knew that I had to do that. And none of the fears that I had came true and it surpassed every imagination of how amazing it could be by so much. And I would have missed all this love and joy and bliss and connection and service and, and all of that because I stayed scared and because I stayed stuck. Wow. Yeah. I, and I love that. I love the, the point that you were, you know, you were just saying that we're going to, we're going to face resistance. It's going to be hard, but, but the, the hard things, the stories of triumph are the ones we remember. And we love to hear the story of how the athlete came back, you know, from the injury or, or how the woman was able to, you know, learn how, I never forget the story that this, the single mom learned how to, you know, build a home and build a home for children. And just, you know, we love the stories of triumph. And so we, we all have stories, all of you listening, you know, to this today, you have a story too that is just waiting for you to add, Mm -hmm. you know, your heart and your soul to it, to just maximize it. Because there's some woman, there's some man, some young girl waiting to hear your story. Because your story is unique. And that's, yeah, it's so true. I think, I think everybody needs to know, you know, that they have a story and, and that we, we do have to fight for it. We have to fight for our dreams and, you know, that the resistance will never go away. And, um, my mentor, um, John Maxwell, you know, he always says everything worth having is uphill. So just that it's going to be a struggle, <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to be hard. It's going to be uphill, but it's going to be so worth it. Yeah. Cause it shows you what you're made of. It shows you that you're capable of so much more than you even gave yourself credit for. And I think the ripple effect of that is so important that when one of us steps forward, it gives so many other people permission to do the same. Well, if she could do it, I could do it. And then when they do it, someone else in their circle goes, oh, well, if she could do it, that means I can do it. And so we're all then moving forward. That's right. Everybody's, everybody's lifted and everybody's um, moving, moving forward, closer to the dream. And um, Mm -hmm. I think it's awesome. No, when you're thinking about your life, you know, one thing that, that is fascinating to me is that, you know, we, we have clues in our life. We have clues of, of failure and we have clues of success. And I, I think that they can be learning models. And even, even something as simple as learning to ride the bike, you know, our bike for the first time. I bet if we could ask them, you know, ask our listeners today, you know, who taught you how to ride a bike and what did you learn from that? Or when you learned to walk, you know, we did, when we fell down, we got back up. We didn't just crawl the rest well, of our yeah. lives. I know our parents didn't say, you know what? I think you're just not meant for walking. You should just quit and sit down <laughs> and just stop trying. That's right. That's right. And that's such a good analogy of living life. Just because it's hard or just because there comes a challenge doesn't mean you weren't meant to do that. It just meant you're supposed to keep trying. That's right. Um, and so, you know, when when those those old messages, you know, we, we have a lot of messages that, that replay. And even, and I will <laughs> tell you, I mean, 
I mean, I've been I've been in personal growth now five years. I know Michelle, you've 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 been you know in this field a little, a little bit longer than I have, but I'm I'm pretty new to it. But my word, I it's amazing how my life is is transforming. But we know that those those messages every now and then they still pop up. So if oh, you could share, yeah, sure yeah share with us a little bit about that. What happens when when it comes back? And when I work with my one-on-one coaching clients, I often get them to stop and ask themselves some questions like, is this true? Is it really true, this limitation or this story that's coming up? Because majority of the time, it's just that. It is a story. It is a perception. And fear is imagined. Fear is not real. Danger is real. But fear is something that we imagine. And so if I can put it into context and just stop and have a conversation with the conversation that's going on in my head, then I can objectively realize that A, it's probably not true. And B, it's a perceived fear, it's a perceived limitation. And I can choose to do something differently anyway, even though that chatter is there, even though I can just say, I'm gonna do it anyway. And so even though you're on this path, even though you're on the journey for years and years and years, there's still new stuff that comes up. And even for me in stepping into this role of a leader and a teacher and really embodying that to the highest level, there still comes these these limitations of, you know, should I stand and sparkle as brightly as I'm meant to? Or, you know, is this as far as I should go? This is good enough. And so I still have those things coming up where I'm constantly getting the message that, no, you need to step up. You need to step up bigger. You need to step up more. And, you know, I still have that chatter in my head of, you know, what does that look like? And is that scary? And and can I do it? And what are people going to think? But I think, and I wrote about a post today on my page, I think the biggest failure, I don't necessarily believe in failure because there's lessons, but if I got to the end of my life and I met the me that I was created to be and I only showed up as half of her or three quarters of her and knowing that there was so much more that I could have stepped into and I didn't, to me, that would be the ultimate letdown or disappointment for me in my life. So I just continue to push through it to know that there's so much more on the other side of it and to make a choice in spite of what might be going on in my head. Wow. And that is, that is so awesome. And, and, and I think too, sometimes I think, you know, the first half of my life, I played so small. And when I meet women that are playing small, you know, it is, it is truly my purpose. I'm committed to spend the rest of my life, you know, just partnering, you know, with women and, and, and young girls too, to just help them become, you know, who they were created to be. And I, I just appreciate so much your work and, you know, wow, what an amazing, you know, entrepreneur you are and coach and speaker and trainer, but you're an amazing mom. And, you know, you have, you know, done so much of that, like you said, as a single mom and just amazing. And, and I just appreciate so much your courage and the heart that you have to make this world better. And I just, I can't thank you enough for sharing, sharing with us today. Hmm. Thank you so much. So, so I have to ask, I have to ask when you, when you hear the, the phrase, you know, gritty women, 
What do you think? Hmm. I think unstoppable. I think passionate. I think purposeful alignment and service. All of that combined into one. Well, that's awesome. And you certainly are. And um, I thank you again, again for just pouring out your soul to us today. And please, um, when we post you. everything, you will post your, you know, I'll post your website, your blog, how, how the listeners can get in touch with you. And I just look forward to the life, you know, that we have together and, and being international world changers. So thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much again for joining the global the Gritty Women Global Podcast. Thank you. Um, thank you to everyone that's listening. And I hope, you know, you just take some of that and share share what you heard with other women. Share with other people so that we can spread this message to even more people. All right. Well, thank you so much. Take care and y'all go make it a great day. Don't forget to write down something you're grateful for. Take care. Bye-bye. Absolutely. Okay. Bye-bye. Hey, welcome to the Gritty Women Global Podcast. This is Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team. I am super excited to bring you our first international guest on our podcast. Today we have Michelle Bateman, the fearless leader of the soulful journey. And Michelle, are you there with us? Yes, I am. Hi, Lynn. Hey, we're so happy to have you today and super excited. So I would encourage all of the listeners, just go ahead and grab a pen and some paper because I know you'll want to write down these notes as we go through this. And it's so amazing, you know, how we are connected, you know, internationally. Michelle and I both are being mentored and coached by Rachel Hollis. And we connected on, you know, our, our, our business coaching page and it was just an instant connection. And so we decided, wow, what a better way to, to bring in our first international guest. So I, I want to turn it over to Michelle. She is going to just share with you just pure gold today. So Michelle, take it away. Wow. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Lynn. This is so exciting. And yes, the whole international thing of just, you know, reaching more women is so important to me. And so the reason I began to do what I do is about seven years ago, my life fell apart for the second time. And so I was in a really lonely, empty second marriage and feeling like a failure, feeling like I failed, feeling like I got ripped off from life. And I was just so angry and unhappy that I had thoughts of smothering my husband with a pillow and I didn't do it. (laughs) Thank goodness. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing. He's happy that I didn't do that. However, it was my wake up call to go, Oh my God, who is this woman that I have become? I used to be this loving, happy, outgoing woman. And now I'm this bitter, angry, negative person. And I don't even know how to be happy. So that began my soul journey to figure out how to be happy. And it was such a blessing to me that I had a friend who was dying of ALS, which is not a good way to go. You're totally paralyzed in your body. However, he was happier dying than I was living the life that I was living. And that really made me stop and think. And so 
if he could be happy dying, I sure as hell should be able to figure out how to be happy living. And so I began to take courses and workshops and I listened to Wayne Dyer and Tony Robbins and Michael Singer and all of these teachers and leaders to figure out who. And when I began to make those changes, my life completely transformed. So instead of talking about how crappy my life was all the time, I began and I actually wrote down in my journal all the crappy things I said about my life. It was pretty funny to go back and listen to read it now. <laughs> but it was like, my life sucks. I was ripped off. I was so unhappy. And it's not fair. And I drew a line down the center of the page. And that line was very symbolic that I was drawing the line that no more was I going to speak of what I didn't like in my life. And so I wrote down what it was that I wanted and how I wanted to speak about my life in a positive way. And I changed my belief that even more amazing things are going to happen for me. And so as I did that as a stay at home mom, I didn't know where I was going to work, where we were going to live, how I was going to provide for my kids, none of those things. And it was super scary. But as I began to say that, I got a job that was more amazing than I could have ever imagined. And I loved every minute of working there. And then we found a home that was even more amazing than I even thought was possible for us. And I thought I'd never be happy again. And I found love that I didn't even know could exist in such a beautiful, pure way. And so as all of that happened, I realized that other women don't know how to do that. No one teaches us to understand the power of our words and our thoughts and our beliefs and how that creates our reality. So that's when I realized that that was my purpose is to share this with other women, to let them know that they have the ability to create a life they love based on how we show up. Life doesn't happen to you. You create it for you. Wow. That is, that is so powerful. And it's, and it's such a simple plan. And as we, we all hear, you know, that, that cute little expression, you know, the easy things to do are easy, easy not to do, but you know, for the women and men, we do have men listeners as well. Um, but mm -hmm. to, to all the, the women who are, you know, seeking more, you know, for their lives, how could we encourage them today? You know, what are just, I know you, you mentioned, you know, your, your practice of writing, you know, your daily gratitude or writing in a journal, but what are some things like that? Just a few simple steps that, that you could share that they can actually put in play today. They don't even have to wait till next Monday or, you know, <laughs> the new year. They can start, start now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's so many things, but you know, something that they can do right now that's really powerful that gets huge results is stop talking about what you don't want. Because so often you ask people, what do you want? They're like, well, I don't want any more of this and I don't want any more of that. But that just creates more of that. So to shift your thinking, shifting your focus to what do I want? What do I want to create? And write that down. Speak that. Focus on that on the direction you want to go. It would be like trying to go north, yet you're always looking south you can't get there from there. So you have to have the focus and the clarity of where you want to go and what you want to create. And even if you don't know the specifics of what that looks like, I want to feel happier. I want to experience more joy. Then your focus is on the joy and the happiness, not on, I don't want to feel sad anymore. I don't want to feel overwhelmed anymore. So, and baby steps, right? You're not going to get there tomorrow 
but take a little step every day of how can I be more focused? How can I be more positive in what I speak and what I believe is possible? Because I believe we have infinite possibilities available to us. And that word just lights my heart up that there's anything is possible for us. If we just believe, if we change our focus, if we change what we think and believe, then what we experience changes. That's exactly right. And, and it's so true. And, and I think that a lot of times when we, we decide or we begin to move in the direction of, of where we want to go and we meet with, you know, we meet an obstacle or we meet some resistance, a lot of times we shrink back, you know, we, we pull back into safety and I, I find even in my own life that a lot of times, you know, in the past, especially before this growth journey started, that I would fight more for what was familiar, that what, what I knew, rather than fighting for the, the new thing that I wanted. And so if you could just speak into that for a minute, you know, with, with the listeners, when they meet the resistance, you know, how do they, how do they grow and strengthen re- resilience in their life? Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes it shows us how bad do we really want it, right? The things that come super easy to us aren't the ones that are the most fulfilling. For me, it's been more, most fulfilling when I had to work really hard. And even when it was tough and even when it was scary, I kept going. And the results of that are so much more fulfilling and there's so much more um, gratitude in that because I did it even though it was challenging. If it was easy, I'd be like, oh, well, that was easy. But to know that I overcame, to know that I kept going, and it doesn't mean that I was positive every day, but I just knew that, okay, here's an obstacle. What am I meant to learn from this? And how badly do I really want this to push me to keep going? Wow. To get out of my comfort zone because nothing good happens in your comfort zone. We think that it's safe and it's good. But everyone that has gotten out of their comfort zone will tell you that's where life exists. That's where the beauty and the joy and the fulfillment and the excitement of life is all outside of that comfort zone. So even though it feels scary, even though it feels overwhelming, I invite you to try stepping out of there and see what happens. Because all of the fears that I had around starting my business as a single mom, like logically, it was scary and it didn't make sense. But I knew that I had to do that. And none of the fears that I had came true. And it surpassed every imagination of how amazing it could be by so much. And I would have missed all this love and joy and bliss and connection and service and, and all of that because I stayed scared and because I stayed stuck. Wow. Yeah. I, and I love that. I love the, the point that you were, you know, you were just saying that we're going to, we're going to face resistance. It's going to be hard, but, but the, the hard things, the stories of triumph are the ones we remember. And we love to hear the story of how the athlete came back, you know, from the injury or, or how the woman was able to, you know, learn how I never forget the story that this, the single mom learned how to, you know, build a home and build a home for children. And just, you know, we love the stories of triumph. And so we, we all have stories, all of you listening you know, to this today, you have a story too, that is just waiting for you to add, Mm -hmm. you know, your heart and your soul to it, 
to just maximize it because there's some woman, there's some man, some young girl waiting to hear your story because your story is unique. And that's, yeah, it's so true. I think, I think everybody needs to know, you know, that they have a story and, and that we, we do have to fight for it. We have to fight for our dreams and you know, that the resistance will never go away. And, um, my mentor, um, John Maxwell, you know, he always says everything worth having is uphill. So just that it's going to be a struggle, <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to be hard and it's going to be uphill, but it's going to be so worth it. Yeah. Cause it shows you what you're made of. It shows you that you're capable of so much more than you even gave yourself credit for. And I think the ripple effect of that is so important that when one of us steps forward, it gives so many other people permission to do the same. Well, if she could do it, I could do it. And then when they do it, someone else in their circle goes, oh, well, if she could do it, that means I can do it. And so we're all then moving forward. That's right. Everybody's, everybody's lifted and everybody's um, moving, moving forward, closer to the dream. And um, mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. No, when you're thinking about your life, you know, one thing that, that is fascinating to me is that, you know, we, we have clues in our life. We have clues of, of failure and we have clues of success. And I, I think that they can be learning models. And even, even something as simple as learning to ride the bike, you know, our bike for the first time. I bet if we could ask the you know, ask our listeners today, you know, who taught you how to ride a bike and what did you learn from that? Or when you learned to walk, you know, we did, when we fell down, we got back up. We didn't just crawl the rest well, of our yeah. lives. I know our parents didn't say, you know what? I think you're just not meant for walking. You should just quit and sit down <laughs> and just stop trying. That's right. That's right. And that's such a good analogy of living life just because it's hard or just because there comes a challenge doesn't mean you weren't meant to do that. It just meant you're supposed to keep trying. That's right. Um, And so, you know, when, when those, those old messages, you know, we, we have a lot of messages that, that replay and even, and I will (laughs) tell you, I mean, I mean, I've been, I've been in personal growth now five years. I know Michelle, you've, you've, you've been, you know, in this field a little, a little bit longer than I have, but I'm, I'm pretty new to it, but my word, I, it's amazing how my life is, is transforming, but we know that those, those messages every now and then they still pop up. So if you could share, yeah, yeah, share with us a little bit about that. What happens when, when it comes back? And when I work with my one-on-one coaching clients, I often get them to stop and ask themselves some questions like, is this true? Is it really true, this limitation or this story that's coming up? Because majority of the time, it's just that. It is a story. It is a perception. And fear is imagined. Fear is not real. Danger is real. But fear is something that we imagine. And so if I can put it into context and just stop and have a conversation with the conversation that's going on in my head, then I can objectively realize that, A, it's probably not true. And B, it's a perceived fear. It's a perceived limitation. And I can choose to do something differently anyway, even though that chatter is there, even though I can just say I'm going to do it anyway. And so 
even though you're on this path, even though you're on the journey for years and years and years, there's still new stuff that comes up. And even for me in stepping into this role of a leader and a teacher and really embodying that to the highest level, there still comes these, these limitations of, you know, should I stand and sparkle as brightly as I meant to, or, you know, is this as far as I should go? This is good enough. And so I still have those things coming up where I'm constantly getting the message that, no, you need to step up. You need to step up bigger. You need to step up more. And, you know, I still have that chatter in my head of, you know, what does that look like? And is that scary? And and can I do it? And what are people going to think? But I think, and I wrote about a post today on my page, I think the biggest failure, I don't necessarily believe in failure because there's lessons, but if I got to the end of my life and I met the me that I was created to be and I only showed up as half of her or three quarters of her and knowing that there was so much more that I could have stepped into and I didn't, to me, that would be the ultimate letdown or disappointment for me in my life. So I just continue to push through it to know that there's so much more on the other side of it and to make a choice in spite of what might be going on in my head. Wow. And that is, that is so awesome. And, and, and I think too, sometimes I think, you know, the first half of my life, I played so small. And when I meet women that are playing small, you know, it is, it is, truly my purpose. I'm committed to spend the rest of my life, you know, just partnering, you know, with women and, and, and young girls too, to just help them become, you know, who they were created to be. And I, I just appreciate so much your work and, you know, wow, what an amazing, you know, entrepreneur you are and coach and speaker and trainer, but you're an amazing mom. And, you know, you have, you know, done so much of that, like you said, as a single mom and just amazing. And and I just appreciate so much your courage and the heart that you have to make this world better. And I just, I can't thank you enough for sharing, sharing with us today. Mm, thank you so much. So, so I have to ask, I have to ask when you, when you hear the, the phrase, you know, gritty women, what do you think? Hmm. I think unstoppable. I think passionate. I think purposeful alignment and service, all of that combined into one. Well, that's awesome. And you certainly are. And um, I thank you again, again for just pouring out your soul to us today. And please, um, when we post you. everything, you will post your you know, I'll post your website, your blog, how, how the listeners can get in touch with you. And I just look forward to the life, you know, that we have together and, and being international world changers. So thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much again for joining the global, the gritty women global podcast. Thank you. I thank you to everyone that's listening. And I hope, you know, you just take some of that and share, share what you heard with other women, share with other people so that we can spread this message to even more people. All right. Well, thank you so much. Take care and y'all go make it a great day. Don't forget to write down something you're grateful for. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.
Hey, welcome to the Gritty Women Global Podcast. This is Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team. I am super excited to bring you our first international guest on our podcast. Today we have Michelle Bateman, the fearless leader of the Soulful Journey. And Michelle, are you there with us? Yes, I am. Hi, Lynn. Hey, we're so happy to have you today and super excited. So I would encourage all of the listeners, just go ahead and grab a pen and some paper because I know you'll want to write down these notes as we go through this. And it's so amazing, you know, how we are connected, you know, internationally. Michelle and I both are being mentored and coached by Rachel Hollis. And we connected on, you know, our, our, our business coaching page and it was just an instant connection. And so we decided, wow, what a better way to, to bring in our first international guest. So I, I want to turn it over to Michelle. She is going to just share with you just pure gold today. So Michelle, take it away. Wow. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Lynn. This is so exciting. And yes, the whole international thing of just you know reaching more women is so important to me and so the reason I began to do what I do is about seven years ago my life fell apart for the second time and so I was in a really lonely empty second marriage and feeling like a failure feeling like I failed feeling like I got ripped off from life and I was just so angry and unhappy that I had thoughts of smothering my husband with a pillow and I didn't do it. <laughs> Thank goodness. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing. He's happy that I didn't do that. However, it was my wake up call to go, Oh my God, who is this woman that I have become? I used to be this loving, happy, outgoing woman. And now I'm this bitter, angry, negative person. And I don't even know how to be happy. So that began my soul journey to figure out how to be happy. And it was such a blessing to me that I had a friend who was dying of ALS, which is not a good way to go. You're totally paralyzed in your body. However, he was happier dying than I was living the life that I was living. And that really made me stop and think. And so if he could be happy dying, I sure as hell should be able to figure out how to be happy living. And so I began to take courses and workshops and I, listen to Wayne Dyer and Tony Robbins and Michael Singer and all of these teachers and leaders to figure out who and when I began to make those changes my life completely transformed so instead of talking about how crappy my life was all the time I began and I actually wrote down in my journal all the crappy things I said about my life it was pretty funny to go back and listen to read it now <laughs> But it was like, my life sucks, I was ripped off, I was so unhappy, and it's not fair. And I drew a line down the center of the page, and that line was very symbolic, that I was drawing the line that no more was I going to speak of what I didn't like in my life. And so I wrote down what it was that I wanted and how I wanted to speak about my life in a positive way. And I changed my belief that even more amazing things are going to happen for me. And so... As I did that as a stay-at-home mom, I didn't know where I was going to work, where we were going to live, how I was going to provide for my kids, none of those things, and it was super scary. 
But as I began to say that, I got a job that was more amazing than I could have ever imagined. And I loved every minute of working there. And then we found a home that was even more amazing than I even thought was possible for us. And I thought I'd never be happy again. And I found love that I didn't even know could exist in such a beautiful, pure way. And so as all of that happened, I realized that other women don't know how to do that. No one teaches us to understand the power of our words and our thoughts and our beliefs and how that creates our reality. So that's when I realized that that was my purpose is to share this with other women, to let them know that they have the ability to create a life they love based on how we show up. Life doesn't happen to you, you create it for you. Wow, that is that is so powerful and it's and it's such a simple plan. And as we we all hear, you know that that cute little expression, you know, the easy things to do are easy easy not to do, but you know, for the women and men, we do have men listeners as well. Um, but mm-hmm. to to all the the women who are you know, seeking more, you know, for their lives. How could we encourage them today? You know, what are just, I know you, you mentioned, you know, your, your practice of writing, you know, your daily gratitude or writing in a journal, but what are some things like that? Just a few simple steps that, that you could share that they can actually put in play today. They don't even have to wait till next Monday or, you know, (laughs) the new year. They can start, start now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's so many things, but, you know, something that they can do right now that's really powerful that gets huge results is stop talking about what you don't want. Because so often you ask people, what do you want? And they're like, well, I don't want any more of this and I don't want any more of that. But that just creates more of that. So to shift your thinking, shifting your focus to what do I want? What do I want to create? And write that down speak that focus on that on the direction you want to go it would be like trying to go north yet you're always looking south you can't get there from there so you have to have the focus and the clarity of where you want to go and what you want to create and even if you don't know the specifics of what that looks like i want to feel happier i want to experience more joy then your focus is on the joy and the happiness, not on, I don't want to feel sad anymore. I don't want to feel overwhelmed anymore. So, and baby steps, right? You're not going to get there tomorrow, but take a little step every day of how can I be more focused? How can I be more positive in what I speak and what I believe is possible? Because I believe we have infinite possibilities available to us. And that word just lights my heart up that there's anything is possible for us. If we just believe, if we change our focus, if we change what we think and believe, then what we experience changes. That's exactly right. And, and it's so true. And and I think that a lot of times when we, we decide or we begin to move in the direction of, of where we want to go and we meet with you know, we meet an obstacle or we meet some resistance, a lot of times we shrink back, you know, we, we pull back into safety. And I, I find even in my own life that a lot of times, you know, in the past, especially before this growth journey started, that I would fight more for what was familiar, that what, what I knew, rather than fighting for the, the new thing that I wanted. And so if you could just speak into that for a minute, you know, with, with the listeners, when they meet the resistance, you know, how do they, how do they grow and strengthen 
re- resilience in their life. Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes it shows us how bad do we really want it, right? The things that come super easy to us aren't the ones that are the most fulfilling. For me, it's been more most fulfilling when I had to work really hard and even when it was tough and even when it was scary, I kept going. And the results of that are so much more fulfilling and there's so much more um, gratitude in that because I did it even though it was challenging. If it was easy, I'd be like, oh, well, that was easy. But to know that I overcame, then to know that I kept going and it doesn't mean that I was positive every day, but I just knew that, okay, here's an obstacle. What am I meant to learn from this? And how badly do I really want this to push me to keep going? Wow. To get out of my comfort zone because nothing good happens in your comfort zone. We think that it's safe and it's good, but everyone that has gotten out of their comfort zone will tell you that's where life exists. That's where the beauty and the joy and the fulfillment and the excitement of life is all outside of that comfort zone. So even though it feels scary, even though it feels overwhelming, I invite you to try stepping out of there and see what happens. Because all of the fears that I had around starting my business as a single mom, like logically, it was scary and it didn't make sense, but I knew that I had to do that. And none of the fears that I had came true and it surpassed every imagination of how amazing it could be by so much. And I would have missed all this love and joy and bliss and connection and service and, and all of that because I stayed scared and because I stayed stuck. Wow. Yeah. I, and I love that. I love the, the point that you were, you know, you were just saying that we're going to, we're going to face resistance. It's going to be hard, but, but the, the hard things, the stories of triumph are the ones we remember. And we love to hear the story of how the athlete came back, you know, from the injury or, or how the woman was able to, you know, learn how, I never forget the story that this, the single mom learned how to, you know, build a home and build a home for children. And just, you know, we love the stories of triumph. And so we, we all have stories, all of you listening you know, to this today, you have a story too, that is just waiting for you to add, Mm -hmm. you know, your heart and your soul to it, to just maximize it. Because there's some woman, there's some man, some young girl waiting to hear your story because your story is unique. And that's, yeah, it's so true. I think, I think everybody needs to know, you know, that they have a story and, and that we, we do have to fight for it. We have to fight for our dreams and you know, that the resistance will never go away. And, um, my mentor, um, John Maxwell, you know, he always says everything worth having is uphill. So just that it's going to be a struggle, (laughs) you know, it's, it's going to be hard. It's going to be uphill, but it's going to be so worth it. Yeah, because it shows you what you're made of. It shows you that you're capable of so much more than you even gave yourself credit for. And I think the ripple effect of that is so important that when one of us steps forward, it gives so many other people permission to do the same. Well, if she could do it, I could do it. And then when they do it, someone else in their circle goes, oh, well, if she could do it, that means I can do it. And so we're all then moving forward. That's right. Everybody's everybody's lifted and everybody's um moving moving forward 
closer to the dream. And um, mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. Now, would, when you're thinking about your life, you know, one thing that, that is fascinating to me is that, you know, we, we have clues in our life. We have clues of, of failure and we have clues of success. And I, I think that they can be learning models. And even, even something as simple as learning to ride the bike, you know, our bike for the first time. I bet if we could ask the, you know, ask our listeners today, you know, who taught you how to ride a bike and what did you learn from that? Or when you learned to walk, you know, we did, when we fell down, we got back up. We didn't just crawl the rest well, of our lives. I know our parents didn't say, you know what? I think you're just not meant for walking. You should just quit and sit down <laughs> and just stop trying. That's right. That's right. And that's such a good analogy of living life. Just because it's hard or just because there comes a challenge doesn't mean you weren't meant to do that. It just meant you're supposed to keep trying. That's right. Um, and so, you know, when when those those old messages, you know, we, we have a lot of messages that, that replay and even, and I will tell you, I mean, I mean, I've been, I've been in personal growth now five years. I know Michelle, you've, you've, you've been, you know, in this field a little, a little bit longer than I have, but I'm, I'm pretty new to it, but my word, I, it's amazing how my life is, is transforming, but we know that those, those messages every now and then they still pop up. So if oh, you could share, yeah, sure yeah, share with us a little bit about that. What happens when, when it comes back? And when I work with my one-on-one coaching clients, I often get them to stop and ask themselves some questions like, is this true? Is it really true, this limitation or this story that's coming up? Because majority of the time, it, it's just that. It is a story. It is a perception. And fear is imagined. Fear is not real. Danger is real, but fear is something that we imagine. And so if I can put it into context and just stop and have a conversation with the conversation that's going on in my head, then I can objectively realize that A, it's probably not true. And B, it's a perceived fear. It's a perceived limitation. And I can choose to do something differently anyway, even though that chatter is there, even though I can just say, I'm going to do it anyway. And so even though you're on this path, even though you're on the journey for years and years and years, there's still new stuff that comes up. And even for me in stepping into this role of a leader and a teacher and really embodying that to the highest level, there still comes these, these limitations of, you know, should I stand and sparkle as brightly as I'm meant to? Or, you know, is this as far as I should go? This is good enough. And so I still have those things coming up where I'm constantly getting the message that, no, you need to step up. You need to step up bigger. You need to step up more. And, you know, I still have that chatter in my head of, you know, what does that look like? And is that scary? And and can I do it? And what are people going to think? But I think, and I wrote about a post today on my page, I think the biggest failure, I don't necessarily believe in failure because there's lessons, but if I got to the end of my life and I met the me that I was created to be and I only showed up as half of her or three quarters of her and knowing that there was so much more that I could have stepped into and I didn't, to me that would be the ultimate letdown or disappointment for me in my life. So I just continue to push through it to know that there's so much more on the other side of it and to 
make a choice in spite of what might be going on in my head. Wow. And that is, that is so awesome. And, and, and I think too, sometimes I think, you know, the first half of my life, I played so small. And when I meet women that are playing small, you know, it is, it is truly my purpose. I'm committed to spend the rest of my life, you know, just partnering, you know, with women and, and, and young girls too, to just help them become, you know, who they were created to be. And I, I just appreciate so much your work and, you know, wow, what an amazing, you know, entrepreneur you are and coach and speaker and trainer, but you're an amazing mom and, you know, you have, you know, done so much of that, like you said, as a single mom and just amazing. And, and I just appreciate so much your courage and the heart that you have to make this world better. And I just, I can't thank you enough for sharing, sharing with us today. Hmm. Thank you so much. So, so I have to ask, I have to ask when you, when you hear the, the phrase, you know, gritty women, what do you think? Hmm. I think unstoppable. I think passionate. I think purposeful alignment and service, all of that combined into one. Well, that's awesome. And you certainly are. And um, I thank you again for just pouring out your soul to us today. And please, um, when we post everything, you will post your, you know, I'll post your website, your blog, how, how the listeners can get in touch with you. And I just look forward to the life you know, that we have together and, and being international world changers. So thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much again for joining the global, the gritty women global podcast. Thank you. I thank you to everyone that's listening. And I hope, you know, you just take some of that and share, share what you heard with other women, share with other people so that we can spread this message to even more people. All right. Well, thank you so much. Take care and y'all go make it a great day. Don't forget to write down something you're grateful for. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.